You are listening to Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast where IT leaders exchange insights about issues around cloud architectures for the data center. And now your host, Alison Klein. Welcome to Conversations in the Cloud. I'm Allison Klein. Today we've got Brian Gracely on the program from Cisco. Hey, Allison, glad to be back. We talked about um, Cisco last time as, as part of the Cloud Builders program. So what can you tell us that's uh, the latest in terms of Cisco's strategy for cloud? Well, a couple of things have, have come together, I think, since we talked way back in the springtime. Um, we've been very, very focused around uh, Lou Tucker, who we brought in as our CTO around the time we talked, uh, has been doing a really good job of, of not only evangelizing where we want to go, which is really going to be driving relevance from a network perspective in terms of cloud, how to build hyperscale uh, data center networks and so forth. Um, but Lou's been really active in terms of helping us start to look at uh, where we're going around automation. Lou brings a lot of background with that, so we've been uh, building on the, the automation things that we do with UCS that we do really well with that. Um, he's also helping us move into some of the open source types of activities like OpenStack. Um, so we've been building our strategy around, um, you know, what do we need to do from a network perspective to build it to hyperscale? Uh, so some things that are going on around how do you build networks that allow workloads to move. Um, we've obviously been doing uh, what we believe is very well with the Cisco UCS platform. It's been growing basically 100% quarter over quarter. We're adding a couple of thousand customers a quarter, so that's been really good. Um, and we're, we're moving more and more into being in cloud management and cloud automation. So a lot of good things going on, we think. What are you hearing from customers when you talk about the focus on cloud computing and the uh, specific technologies and, and challenges that they're facing? It really depends on the market. So when we talk to service providers, they're full bore trying to figure out, not so much the technologies, they're trying to figure out business models, they're trying to figure out how to be competitive. So they've been deploying things that they would call clouds, they're continuing to evolve what they're calling clouds. So they're trying to figure out, should I be a hoster, do I go become the lowest cost provider, or are they looking to move up the stack? So the service providers uh, are pushing us very, very hard to help them define business models, figure out niches and nuances in the market. In the enterprise, I think they're still very much in a virtualization phase. They're trying to build that out, and they struggle a little bit with how do I transform my organization? How do I transform skills? And to some extent, the IT groups are saying, I know I need to get better at IT, and, and sometimes they call that cloud. And in some cases, they're concerned that their organizations are going around them. So that they come to us a lot of times saying, how do I not so much fight shadow IT, but how do I embrace it? How do I make them successful, but still have a certain level of control? You know, you guys recently joined the Open Data Center Alliance. Yes. What is it that um, Cisco is looking for from that engagement in terms of a end customer definition of requirements? I think one of the things that we've always found is that when you allow customers to come together, not only do they find commonality, but the things that are really important to them tend to bubble to the top. And so I think we look at Open Data Center Alliance as being a really good forum that you guys are bringing together that's going to guide them down certain paths, right? So, so they're going to stay focused as opposed to being all over the place. But it's a really good amplified set of feedback from customers. Where, where do they want to go? Because I think sometimes as vendors, we try and listen, and then sometimes we get sort of off track being competitive against other vendors. And so it's a really good forum for us to, to make sure we're listening in the right place. And it's very data center focused, which is uh, where cloud you know, lives ultimately, so we're excited about that. Where does Cisco see the innovation happening across the backbone of the network to drive the connection so that from device to cloud, we've got the right performance and, and capability in place? 
there's one piece of it which is how do I just deal with this insatiable amount of demand for bandwidth? We push through the standards bodies. We're pushing, uh, you know, 40 gig links and 100 gig links are going to be coming very, very quickly. Um, although they're starting to come out, some of it's how do we start to look at developing better edge technology? So we're not in the mobile space in terms of spectrum, but but trying to help the major carriers deal with the things that cause people frustration with their iPhone or things like that. We're obviously trying to push ahead of where the speed of light is as much as we can, so just pure raw bandwidth. And then I think a lot of it is we see more and more people saying, I want unique kind of content, I want video. That's a different kind of traffic, it's a different expectation, they don't want things streamed. So we work very, very hard kind of across the network, uh, helping the service providers in the core, help them figure out how much bandwidth to have, um, trying to, to deal with the cell towers, and we realize people more they have social access, more they have 24-7 access, it's always a push and pull. Good for our business, but it's, it's a challenge. I'm going to shift topics for you uh, to my final topic, which is uh, one that you seem to have a lot of passion for, which is platform as a service. Yes. You talk about it a lot online. Um, why don't you just define platform as a service just to get started, and then where do you think that this concept is going? It's kind of two things. One, it's this idea that when developers want to build new types of applications, so it's not legacy applications, but when they want to build new types of applications, this new generation of developers doesn't want to deal with all the barriers to getting there. They just want to say, look, I want to write software and I want to put it somewhere. And what platform as a service in essence does is it says, I will take care of routers and switches and servers and storage and network and all that stuff for you, Mr. Developer, just put it here. So it's in essence, how do I reduce the friction for developers to get their applications out there? I think for me the reason it's so interesting is I've kind of become this very converted, non-Windows, use the web as much as possible person. And so the idea of kind of being burdened with legacy applications and things that aren't browser-driven, things that are sort of held onto one device, right? So I want to switch from an iPad to my phone to what I do at home. I always see the advantage of it. So to me it's interesting because it's new and it's fun and it's a new paradigm and um, it gets you away from the legacy stuff. So that part's always interesting. So tell the audience where they can find your blog. I do two that I enjoy quite a bit. One is uh, called Clouds of Change. Um, we focus on sort of why cloud computing is, is changing businesses and so forth. So cloudsofchange.com. And then uh, myself and a partner do a weekly podcast on a bunch of different things for cloud computing that we call the cloudcast.net. Fantastic. Well, I always learn something when we talk. And this time was no different. Thanks very much for being on. Thanks for having us. 